Baby, I'm a gangster too, and it takes me to tango. You don't wanna mess with me, mess with me. Baby, I'm a gangster too. <laughs> Trigger warning. This podcast may include explicit content that will take you out of your comfort zone and make you question reality. Listener's discretion is advised. Don't fuck with me, fellas! This ain't my first time at the rodeo. of my other solo episodes. I am very proud of the research I did for this episode and I hope you all enjoy it too. I'm guessing if you read the title you probably already know where we're heading with this but I actually don't even want to spoil the big surprise. Let me just say this it's awesome This actually took me a long time to put together. The information that I discovered was crazy. And the full version of this episode is available on Patreon only. And to make your reservation to room 237, of course, go to the show notes and click the link. But we have approached the end of the month. It's been fantastic. Thanks for coming along for the ride with me. I hope you've enjoyed the 2023 Ghost Jamboree. And with that being said, let's jump right into the episode. Hello everyone. I hope your October has been treating you well. Today, I bet you didn't know that you were going on a little road trip. Yep, turns out you're headed to my neck of the woods. I've got a killer story here for you and I've been dying to share it. Where are we going? Well, We're going to a little shithole podunk town here in Oklahoma that has some of the craziest shit I had ever heard. And I couldn't believe it took me so long to find out about it. But today we're going to be exploring the Masonic Children's Home here in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Right off the bat, the word Masonic itself elicits an eerie feeling when pronounced or even read. We all know the vibes around Masonic. And there is a reason why it's got this creep vibe to it. We all know that the Masons are one of the oldest secret societies. 
The Masons would have us believe that masonry developed from the guilds of stone masons who built the majestic castles and cathedrals of the Middle Ages, called Freemasons. But like all secret societies, the truth of the matter is that the Masons are shrouded in mystery and darkness. So here's a little backstory. For those who don't know, in 1717, which is a double eight if you add it, 1717, coincidence, maybe, four Masonic lodges joined to create the first Grand Lodge in England. And by 1731, when Benjamin Franklin joined, there were already several lodges in the colonies. Yes, indeed, when the United States was formed, the most respectable citizens, quote-unquote, were associated with the Masons. Thirteen signers of the Constitution and 14 U.S. presidents were Masons, including George Washington. Fast forward to today. Today, there are over two million Freemasons in North America, and Masonic lodges are found in almost every community throughout the United States. Just dial 1-800-BEELZEBUB for the franchise nearest you. <laughs> but yeah, they're also known for their great quote-unquote charitable works as well. And one great example of these charitable works can be found right here in good old Oklahoma. And that's where we're headed today. I'm taking you on a journey to my neck of the woods, right here in the little nowhere town of Guthrie, Oklahoma. And we can see that the Masons have definitely left their mark here. So, located in the former state capital, in Guthrie, the Masonic Children's Home was an orphanage where up to a hundred children lived. And although the former orphanage has a fresh coat of paint, the macabre tales still bounce around the metro, sending many a chill down the spine. Tales of ghosts, tales of torture, tales of abuse. And there are several legends that offer explanations for these rumored orphanage ghosts. But before we jump right into this orphanage, I do have to say, in Guthrie, Oklahoma, it's home to not only this Masonic children's home, but one of the nation's largest Masonic temples in the U.S. Coincidence? I think not. I'm going to share a little bit more information about the Masonic Temple later on, but let's first start with the legends surrounding this Masonic Children's Home. So one of the legends says that a deranged priest lived at the orphanage, killed fucking children, and buried them under the building to keep their souls on the premises. In another story, a cruel headmistress at the orphanage beat children to death. And 
This abuse upset one of the staff members so greatly that they supposedly committed suicide by hanging themselves in the building's bell tower. I know, it sounds theatrical, it sounds dramatic, it makes for a great horror movie, but could it be true? In a way, many people have actually validated these stories because the reportings of what they see at this Masonic orphanage include shadowy figures hanging in the bell tower, children crying and screaming, and it makes you wonder what the children endured to be stuck at that orphanage. But where does the story begin? Okay, the property at 602 East College Avenue in Guthrie, Oklahoma, was built by the Freemasons in 1923. Need I say more? We've got our 23 jumping out right off the bat. So, more than 100 children reportedly lived there in its heydays. The facility included a large gym, an indoor swimming pool, dormitories, a cafeteria, and of course, acreage of secluded privacy. The orphanage was in full swing from the 1920s through the late 70s. According to the Oklahoma History Center, the number of children living at the home ended up dwindling in the 1970s before it ultimately closed in 1977. Here's the thing. The ghost stories began emerging after the property sank into quiet abandonment. And we all know ghost stories are often rooted in some kind of truth. So it's been said that many fucking horrific things happen to the children living at this Masonic children's home. But it's not like it's the only one. I mean, just recently some former residents of a now-closed Catholic orphanage in Vermont accused the fucking staff of beating and sexually abusing children. Some of those orphanage residents even died, okay? So, the Guthrie Masonic Orphanage doesn't stand alone for... I mean, how many scary movies have been based on kids getting abused in an orphanage? It's not too far out there. But... It's much like what happened to the orphans staying at this Masonic asylum of sorts in the sleepy town of Guthrie, Oklahoma. This kind of trauma leaves a stamp. A desperate cry for help, you could say, echoing through the empty halls. In most cases, it's forgotten over time, or it's just covered up by slapping on a fresh coat of paint. In this case... The former children's home is now the Dominion House, an event center and hotel operated by Julie and Trey Ayers. The old children's dormitories have been converted into hotel rooms, and the former cafeteria is now a grand ballroom. So, just looking at it, okay, the ballroom reception area of the Dominion House is incredible. If you look, you'll see glorious 1920s woodwork, high ceilings, large windows, intricate paneling. Truly, it's a lovely place, okay? But it's just hiding years of torture and abuse. There is clear mason handiwork visible in the Dominion House. You might even wonder why they took so much time and care crafting such a beautiful and significant piece of architecture 
to use as an orphanage. Unless the design, purpose, and function of the establishment was meant for something far more sinister. Just a thought. As of 2023, the former indoor swimming pool has been filled in and turned into a lavish ceremony area for Dominion House. And dude, the irony of saying your vows atop an area said to have been the watery grave of so many children has not escaped me. The grounds of the Dominion House are also meticulously manicured with beautiful fountains and sculptures covering up, get this shit, what was reported to be secret fucking graves in the backyard. These unmarked graves were actually discovered after the property was abandoned. I cannot, for the life of me, find any information on what became of the remains found in the secret graves after they were uncovered. I mean, were the bodies of these unnamed children ever laid to rest with proper respect? Probably not! That's why we got such a strong paranormal phenomena going on here. So getting to that part, the guests staying at the Dominion House have reported seeing and hearing unusual things. Go figure. For example, sightings of a woman walking down the main hallway. Eyewitness accounts of a little girl spirit who appears and pleads for protection. And the sounds of children crying and screaming. Some have even claimed to have seen a little boy running around and other people hear children running and laughing and playing. And don't forget the sightings of the shadowy figure hanging from the bell tower. Supposedly, the staff member who committed suicide after witnessing the heinous abuse of the children. And the activity even extends to construction workers hired to renovate the building. They hear unexplained footsteps, they had the feeling of being watched, they heard strange noises, they heard crying. And you may be wondering, how the hell did I even find out about this place? Well, let me tell you. I was first intrigued by the location from a story my co-worker told me, actually. So apparently her mom stayed for a weekend at the Dominion House. It's not hard to guess why someone would be tempted to stay there for a little staycation. It's elegant, charming, tucked away, serves a five-star breakfast. It's got all you could ask for. But I guess while staying at the Dominion House, her mother woke up at 3 a.m. each morning for no apparent reason. And she said like she felt her hair being brushed back, but not in a scary way but almost with a gentleness so she actually thought it was her husband and turned over to find that he was fast asleep so i definitely would say my curiosity has peaked at this point of the story and i asked my coworker, i was like can you give me a little bit more information about the hotel and uh, where it is da 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 she said, it's called the Dominion House. I laughed the first time I heard the name, thinking, what the fuck is this? Some kind of a plantation? And she was like, maybe, maybe that's why it's so haunted. But my Inspector Gadget brain immediately clicked on. 
First off, why have I never heard of this haunted hotel so close to the city before now? I mean, let's be honest, I have researched every haunted hotel, motel, holiday inn, B&B, Farmer's Ranch, Little Betsy's Old Whorehouse, and Underground Cabin this side of the Wild Buffalo. And never came across this place in Oklahoma. Turns out, there's a reason. Unlike the Skirvin Hilton Hotel, or the Lion's Head Bed and Breakfast, or the Overholser Mansion in Oklahoma, the Dominion House has done an excellent job covering up their dark history and almost removing it from public view. Most places, okay, most places, see their hauntings as a moneymaker. I'm sure most of them have even considered making some shit up, but not the Dominion House. I mean, I actually got married at the Skirvin Hilton Hotel in October downtown because of the stories surrounding it and the so-called hauntings or whatever. The Skirvin is the oldest hotel in downtown Oklahoma City and they maintain the original elevators from 1901 and all the original architecture to this day. And fun fact, Bonnie and Clyde actually stayed the night at the Skirvin downtown Oklahoma City. And sure, yes, they say that it's haunted. But no substantial evidence has been found to solidify a reason for it to be haunted. Which, again, they just boost these stories so people will want to stay there. And any and all information on the Skirvin is so easily accessible on Google. Almost all haunted attractions damn near fly flags outside, advertising all the many spooks and spirits. But again, not the Dominion House. And why is that? Maybe they're not huge fans of Zach Baggins, or maybe they don't want every paranormal research society in the U.S. of A. finding out about them. Okay, sure. Or maybe if people knew about the ritualistic and Masonic past of this location, they would never want to say their vows in those haunted halls. It took a lot of digging for me to uncover the truth about this location. It seems as though, based on my research, you can find a lot of information about the Masonic Children's Home, but almost nothing about what it later became. As if the Dominion House is, in some kind of a way, a new structure completely unattached to the dark Masonic Orphanage. In a lot of articles, they talk about how the orphanage was called the Masonic Children's Home. And in other articles, it just says Oklahoma Boys Home. Very interesting. But seeing as how there are sightings of little girls, I'd say the mystery has been solved. It was most likely a Masonic Children's Home serving various functions. May I just say that? And if you were wondering, yes, I stayed there. 
So how did it go spending the night by myself at the haunted Masonic Children's Orphanage slash Torture Asylum? Well, kids, let me show you something. Oh yeah, we're just getting to the good parts. Head on over to the Cosmic Peach Patreon and make your reservation to enjoy the rest of this episode. The subscription is called Room 237. What's in Room 237? Thanks for asking, Danny. Let me show you something. Room 237 is an all-inclusive resort, if you will. There's no levels to this shit. If you subscribe, you get it all. Bonus content, extended versions of episodes, horror movie breakdowns and commentary, early access to all episodes, sneak peeks, behind-the-scenes content, video episodes, and whatever else I'm in the mood for. There are plenty of amenities to enjoy while checked in to room 237. Take a trip up the Sidewinder and stay a while. Check out anytime. But don't forget to stop by from time to time and visit your favorite caretaker. Thank you in advance for supporting the show, and I can't wait to see you over there.